Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. In today's deep dive conversation with Amanda Mullen of Wilson, we're talking about the rules in North Carolina when it comes to bringing a child or a baby, in this case, to court. There are no North Carolina statutes that directly speak to this. So for the most part, it is left up to the discretion of each individual judge. Amanda, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you for having me. So who do you have with you today? I have Sophia, my daughter. She's 10 months old. And we are in the podcast booth, and you came in here at first to breastfeed because she is exclusively breastfed, correct? Yes. And so she pretty much goes everywhere with you. Yes, she does. Okay. And that's not unusual for breastfed babies. So you were in court um, at the beginning of June. Tell me why you were there and um, why you brought her with you to court. So I was at court to get a protective order extended um, against my abuser. And I brought my baby with me because she's exclusively breastfed. So she eats around the clock. And also, I don't have any family or friends in the area. I'm relatively new here. Uh, All my family and friends live in Virginia. So I had to bring her with me. And so at one point, you did breastfeed in the courtroom. Um, But for most of the time, you were outside of the courtroom kind of waiting for your case to be called, correct? Yes. um, I spent most of the time. We were there for about three hours total, and I spent most of the time outside just uh, so I wouldn't disrupt proceedings. And today, she's a little talkative, but for the most part, she's been in great spirits. And what was she like that day? Um, I would say she was a perfect angel. Um, you know, she, she didn't really, she didn't make a fuss. You know, we didn't spend much time in the courtroom itself. And even when we were inside the courtroom, she was quiet. So at one point in the proceedings, when it was finally your turn, I'm imagining this was several hours after you had been there waiting. Um, what did the judge say to you? Um, almost immediately when we walked up, um, and I was holding my baby, um, he asked me why I had brought her with me. And I explained to him that I, you know, I didn't have a sitter nearby and also that she was breastfed. So she pretty much has to go with me wherever I go. So what did the judge say in return to this? Um, well, he asked me if I were to get into a car accident that day, you know, if she would be okay. And I said, yes, you know, kind of confused at the question. And he said something to the effect of, you know, that's what I thought or, you know, okay then. So in other words, you shouldn't even have your baby in the car. Yeah. And this obviously was pretty upsetting considering what you were already there for and you were in, you know, a vulnerable situation. Right. You know, and as a domestic violence victim, you know, we have a hard enough time, you know, getting away from our abusers, you know, and I'm in this place where, you know, I expect this person who is in a position of power to, you know, protect me. Uh, pretty much demeaning me. Um, It was hard. Yeah. It was hard. I understand. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll talk more after the break. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. So before the break, Amanda, we were talking about what the judge said to you in court. How did it make you feel? Um, I was very upset. 
Um, you know, it was pretty much a 180 from how I'd been treated most of the day. You know, like I said, we were there probably, you know, about three hours and everybody was really kind and courteous up until the point that we got in front of the judge. So it was kind of a shocking situation to be treated so, you know, so well and be treated nicely by everybody that was there until I get in front of the person that I'm there to see. And in this complete opposite situation, you know, he was just, he was mean. And you had been in court with the baby before, right. and this had not happened. Right. Um, I was there probably two weeks prior to get the initial ex parte order. And um, granted, the baby was asleep in the stroller, but I still had her with me, and the judge had nothing to say about it. His main concern was protecting us and getting us that ex parte. And that was a different judge, obviously. Right. Um, was it hard because you're, the person you're accusing of abusing you was also in the courtroom at the time? Yes, that made it so much worse. So I've done... A bunch of research on this. I've spoken to judges. I've spoken to some law and government professors in our area. And what's interesting is North Carolina just does not deal with this directly. It, it talks about the fact that judges have to keep decorum in the courtroom. And that means they can ask anyone to leave if they feel the person is disrupting the case. There's also some case law talking about whether children should be in the courtroom because of what they might hear. Um, you have two older children. They were not with you that day. So obviously a 10-month-old is not, you know, hearing any information that would be difficult. Um, so what did you decide to do as as a result of what happened? Well, after it happened, um, I believe it was the day after, I went ahead and filed a complaint. Um, I think it was with the Commission of Judges. And then I reached out to you guys to hopefully, you know, get some coverage on what had happened to me because... I don't, you know, it was unfair, it wasn't right, and I don't want it to happen to anybody else. Totally understandable. And I guess at the end of the day, you just kind of left feeling somewhat defeated. Yeah, defeated, definitely humiliated, you know, just distraught. Do you want more awareness about this? I mean, are you concerned, like you said, about it happening to someone else, but just in general about what women in your situation are going through? Yeah, you know, and I would love for there to be protections for women like me. You know what I mean? Women that are breastfeeding or women that don't have access to, you know, child care that need to go to, you know, court or whatever. And so this has just kind of left you with a really bad taste in your mouth yes. about what what happened that day. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, I've never been treated like that, you know, especially by a person in, in power. So it just definitely, you know, struck a chord in me. I totally understand. And we are still waiting on the judge, you know, to get back to us um, at this point. But I'm guessing there's really nothing short of an apology that would make you feel better about what happened. Yeah, that would that would be nice. You know, I would really appreciate that. I think that would make me feel a little bit better about the situation. But at the end of the day, I think it's just um, you just want people to know that you're in this situation and that other women could be too. Right. I'm just trying to bring awareness, you know, to um, to victims of domestic violence, you know, women with children, you know, young children who are going through the same situation as me. Absolutely. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, she has been breastfed while we're talking. Right. And she's made a little bit of uh, some noise, I guess. Uh, she's talking a little bit, but nothing major that, you know, has disrupted right. what we're doing here. So, um, and he didn't mention the breastfeeding, correct? No, he didn't. He didn't say anything directly about it. I did breastfeed in court um, for a short period of time, and I'm not sure if that had anything to do with it. I'm not saying it didn't, but you, I can't say for sure, you know, because he did not mention anything about me breastfeeding. Sure, and we do have a statute in North Carolina that protects women, for, who basically saying you're allowed to breastfeed in right. public anywhere in North Carolina. So that would probably be something that 
it would be not a good thing for him to mention. But anyway, well, we will um, definitely continue to follow this. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know this is not easy to talk about, um, but I think it is important for people to understand what you're going through and many other women um, in your situation are going through. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download. If you'd like to hear more episodes, please follow the WREL Daily Download in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast app. Once you follow the show, you'll automatically get new episodes every weekday. Thanks for listening. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.